Hello, and welcome to the Ripples in Space podcast. I'm John Davis. I'm Kate Reagan. And we're very excited to be back again. It's time to read some flash fiction! Woo! Yes, exactly. Today it's a little different. We decided to do two short pieces as opposed to our normal one piece. Um, I will be reading one of the stories, and Kate will be reading the other one. Our two pieces are... We've got Making the Music by Leslie Sewell. And Luggage by J. Ray Paradiso. That's right. Um, I'm reading Luggage, and Kate is reading Making the Music. So, um, I guess we should just get right into it. Yeah, let's Uh, get this started. First up is Making the Music, followed by The Luggage, and then a little bit of Discourse. Leslie Sewell is a fantasy sci-fi author from Sacramento, California. She has an MA in English and is currently working on the final book of her fantasy series, The Fallenwood Chronicles. Making the Music by Leslie Sewell Once upon a time, if you wanted to produce a concert, you had to find a musician with talent, one who could sing, play instruments, create arrangements, and dance. This person or group of people had to work hard to get where they were, working their way up from playing at local bars to playing at sold-out stadiums and Super Bowl halftime shows. But times changed, and now was the digital age, and music followed suit. I started my job with Showworks Entertainment, and it was my job to save the company from going under. After 2016 saw the death of so much musical talent, Prince and Bowie being the big ones. I sighed, thinking about the undertaking that I had been assigned. The boy bands of the 90s were still alive and rumored to go on tour soon, and that would make my job harder. They already had fans, and to top it off, people didn't like change. I had to outdo what had already been done and create a showstopper from thin air. Well, not thin air, not really. Ones and zeros in the computer matrix. There's got to be a way to do it, to make a robotic band so good that no one will notice. People were expensive and difficult to work with. Robots, by contrast, were a one-time fee kind of deal, and so I had been working on the idea of using a band made up of robots and taking them on tour. Robots didn't need their own trailers, didn't require a paycheck or extra forms of compensation. This was a foolproof plan. The music could be made digitally as well, with a randomizer. You input all the music that had ever been made, all the lyrics, and then choose a genre and a feel for the music, and out popped a tune. I'd been working on the lyric-making program for a while now for a class, but there was no reason I couldn't use it for my job, as long as my boss was willing to pay me for it. What could be more simple? Making Pop-Tarts was harder. I already had the synth songs printed out and ready to go. The only hard part of this whole process would be convincing my boss to shell out the required funds to buy the robots themselves, during a time when the budget was stretched as tight as it would go. Bite the light stream, I'd call this band. The robots, made by a company called LightSynth, would look like a human boy band. I would have to pick out their outfits, a task I didn't look forward to, but other than that, their faces were digitally created as well, a combination of the most handsome American and Japanese boys from the country's juvenile detention centers. As the faces were a composite, 
No one would ever know the source of the original photographs. When you combine sources to make art, that art becomes a unique thing of its own, and it became yours. I know how the game works. I was shocked when my boss gave me the okay and wrote me a check to buy the robots with. So the four boys were Akko, Romeo, Julian, and Kevin. I was sure I could pass them off as a human boy band for a fraction of the cost. In fact, I told my boss, I'm going to give them a name that suggests their robotic nature. We'll call them Bite the Light Stream. I hit a few keys on my laptop and the robotic young men began to move in a highly synchronized choreographed dance. I hit a few more keys and the sound of a cheering crowd roared to life. When they hear the sound of the digital crowd behind them cheering, they'll know it's time for them to cheer as well. My boss Frank smiled. Beautiful. That's what I think too, I replied. We've got it all thought out. What could possibly go wrong? They could become sentient and start demanding a paycheck and union benefits, Frank replied. <laughs> we both had a good laugh over that. Confessed Outsider, Chicago's J. Ray Paradiso, is a recovering academic in the process of refreshing himself as an experimental writer and street photographer. His work has appeared in dozens of publications, including Big Pond Rumors, Storgy and Typishly, Equipped with crazy quilt graduate degrees in both business administration and philosophy, he labors to fill temporal, spatial, psychosocial holes and on good days to enjoy the flow all of his work is dedicated to his true love sweet muse and bodyguard Susie Skoski Wasker Doski Luggage by J. Ray Paradiso The college reunion was dreamy shades of aging guys appeared some with wives most alone one lugged a stuffed crow dressed in a black nightgown. Too, too many drinks on Friday night at the Memorial Union to connect familiar names with inflated faces. Saturday breakfast of Bloody Marys and overcooked egg sandwiches for survivors at Happy's Grill on Memorial Drive. A too-long tour of the campus and jammed minivans. A few hours of R&R before beers and brats at Preservation Hall, renamed Dick and Jane's for its new owners. Then... A restored black-and-white documentary about campus unrest during the 60s. Welcomed rest before dinner at Smokey's, still boasting its slogan, Delightfully Tacky. After dinner drinks with yawners, chanting, Let's do this again next year, and You're always welcomed at our place, and I wish we would have done this sooner. Lugged out of bed early Sunday morning to kick back black coffee with obituaries in the hotel lobby. Returned to my room on the 13th floor and began to pack for home, but couldn't find my belongings. My IDs, credit cards, cell phone, and cash were lost. Elevator out of order, stomped down the stairs to the lobby, but it was vacant. Not a living person in sight, except a high school drum and bugle corps for an early morning competition. Asked the sleepy desk clerk for help, who said, I'm sorry, sir. I have no record of a reservation in your name. Then, wait, 
Are you sure you're in the right hotel? Are you lost? Shall I call the manager? I feel so tired, doctor. Exhausted. Like I'm carrying heavy luggage. No energy to do much. Put my jammers on at four o'clock and fall asleep on the couch by seven. Wake up weary after dreary dreams of loss and loneliness. The results of your blood test were normal, and your blood pressure and heart are good. You're physically fit. Perhaps I'm heavy with grief. My wife passed away three months ago. Exercise more, and stop moping around. If you died before your wife, what would you want her to do? And those were our two pieces. Very exciting, very good pieces. Thank you to J. Ray Paradiso and Leslie Sewell for those. I feel like we say very exciting a lot. Like, I feel like we need to broaden our vernacular. Do, are you telling me I need to read a thesaurus? I mean, you could you could purchase a thesaurus. It's a good thing to own. I, I, I have a thesaurus somewhere. College was a long time ago. You also have a phone. You could use that. Uh, but, uh, anyway... <laughs> I personally appreciated making the music because the Jonas Brothers are getting back together, so boy bands are, are hot right now, and the idea of electronic boy bands taking over the world is kind of exciting. I don't know if that's really what's going to happen, but there was a sinister undertone. Are you saying you were a Jonas Brothers fan? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not enjoy... Just say, wait a minute! <laughs> I did not enjoy the Jonas Brothers, but it is relevant to this to this moment in time oh see now i was thinking like nsync and backstreet boys myself yeah but they had their revival in like 2012 yeah but still it's relevant not really oh shush (laughs) anyway uh the luggage is kind of it's got some more serious undertones Mm -hmm. kind of dealing with i guess age and and memory uh, mental stability and loss yeah so that one was I liked the way that it went, like how the events are kind of just thrown in there together. Because, like, it's, he's, I, I guess he's going to, like, a reunion, a class reunion, and mm-hmm. he's, like, seeing old friends, probably like saying a, the normal things. Yeah, like a 40- or a 50-year reunion. People they, he probably hasn't seen in a really long and time. And touring the campus. You know, yeah. it's like, you feel like you have to do these things, but maybe you don't want to, or maybe it just brings back memories or makes yeah, you feel bring, old. Yeah, makes you have that ghost kind of like, oh, something that used to be. Yeah, and then the disorientation near the end there, and then the doctor's visit. So it's kind of all these, like milestones yeah so i don't know but it i liked the way it was strung together yeah so it flowed very nicely yeah so those were our stories for this week and we'll be back again next week with another lovely piece of flash fiction in the meantime if you yourself find yourself being yourself how many times can i say yourself in one sentence no but one more time one more time yourself If you like to write flash fiction, you should send us your flash fiction. We love to read flash fiction. If you like to write short stories, you should send those to us as well. Ripples in space. I know we say this at the end of every podcast, but we're serious. Send us your work. And who knows, maybe we'll put it up on the podcast. Maybe we'll put it up on the website. And don't forget that we even have another platform for your stories. 
we're doing um what is it unending tales from the void so we are looking for a pilot or a beginner story so if you've got a really exciting tale that you don't mind everybody else tacking on to you know send us a really fun piece and uh, we want to feature that on a podcast and then everyone can continue to write off of that piece that we feature on the podcast so uh, go to submittable you'll see all of our guidelines for that and we really really would love to see where this goes we think it'd be a fun experiment and we want you guys to be a part of it as always you can find us on facebook and instagram regardless thank you for listening thank you for submitting and uh, from all of us here at ripples in space cheers from the void take care everyone